This is Maybe Tomorrow. I'm Bria. And I'm Caroline. We're two friends having an unfiltered conversation about our own personal journeys with anxiety. And inviting you to help us break down the stigmas by celebrating this very human experience. Our highs, our lows, our quirks, and everything in between. (laughs) Okay. Take three. (laughs) Okay. So last week, or last, yeah, last episode, which was last week, right? Mm-hmm. We gave, we like read each other the list of stuff that gives us anxiety. And honestly, like the other night I was looking at my list just to see like how many of those things are still true for me this week. And it's, and I noticed that a lot of it changes like day by day, even mm-hmm. though my day-to-day doesn't change that much. Like I don't know many people whose day-to-day is changing very much besides those that are like kind of more like the frontline essential workers. Yeah. And so for me, I've realized like it's like the little annoyances that have been giving me anxiety because I feel like my usual ways of approaching those issues are like not accessible to me. So we talk about like when you go to those places to cope, you no longer have that. So when I have problems that arise out, at home or my personal or professional life, I feel like I don't have my normal ways to do things. And even like going outside to go for a run is is sometimes risky. Yeah. Yeah. It's super stressful, right? Like you have to like dip, dive and dodge people. Yeah. Do you have to like, it feels like an obstacle course, right? Yeah. And I also feel like I can't run and with a fully cleared mind because Mm -hmm. I'm also worried about being judged I feel like there's like this weird element of shaming and judging that happens yeah where people are like why isn't she wearing a mask that's so irresponsible I run and wear a mask and you just I think everybody can't exercise with a mask on I can't breathe no like I already have a hard time breathing when I'm running (laughs) (laughs) I don't need another thing to get in my way yeah, and I I thought I thought it was okay, but I've been running on the trails here in Denver, and I see a lot of like cyclists and like runners, and they all have masks on, and I just get like this like weird side eye from them as they like mm. literally pass me, and you know, so that's another feeling of anxiety where I get, and I'm like shit, like was I supposed to wear something? And then I'm in my head. So by the time I get home, I'm not actually relaxed. Yeah, no, it's like like your outlet to get outside is also stressful. Like that's supposed to be what's going to help alleviate your stress and it's not. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like your, like Oregon has done a good job of at least like communicating? Like here's some do's and don'ts because I will tell you right now, nobody knows what the fuck the rules or like the suggestions are and it even varies county to county yeah uh not really and I will tell you what is makes me extremely anxious because like every Friday I Nate and I treat ourselves to take out we like cook all of the other days but every place that you go to they make up their own rules it's like 
you're either not allowed inside or you're required to wear a mask or they have like a tip jar and I'm like oh fuck I'm not carrying cash on me because like who wants to take corona crusted money right now (laughs) or like (laughs) like there's just so many elements that go into like even picking up food or something where because everybody has their own rules or like going to the grocery store or running any sort of errand that I feel like they have their own unique rules but outside of that to your question on Oregon not really I mean they have signs around that at least give a little bit of the like risk or whatever and suggest wearing masks but there's no like hard and fast rule do you remember like one of the episodes we were talking about I think it was the perfectionism episode where we were talking about how hard it is to start a project. And I told you about the time where I was trying to start a pottery class or a painting class. And the thing that I kept getting hung up on is like, I don't know where to park. Like, I don't know where to go. Like, what if I walk in through the same wrong door? And I think you also shared that as well. Yep. This is literally that nightmare. It is. It is. But like, everywhere you go. A thousand. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, like, I can't figure this out. And I also don't know, like, the appropriate ways to, like, engage socially with even, like, my friends because mm-hmm. you don't everybody know how in my they social feel. circle. Yeah, exactly. I, do you have anybody? I feel like, I feel like I'm the middle of the road Same. anxious. You do. The middle of the road okay. anxious about coronavirus stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Do you have anybody in like your social circle where you're surprised that they actually like their coronavirus anxiety is like outweighed their like normal pre-pandemic chillness? No, not really. If anything, it's the opposite. Like I'm surprised by people who are uh, more like chill about things. Yeah. Than I would expect them to be. P.S. Nate got an antibodies test. And it came back oh, negative, and we were okay. really bummed about it. <laughs> Wait, I thought for sure you guys would, right? We Weren't thought you for, like I'm pretty sure. We thought for sure he had it in January, but here's the thing: there's it has such a high, um, like false positive rate, which, like, it's just not a very accurate test to begin with. Um, but they also said that if you're an over, like, if you're a healthy person overall you might not have needed so many antibodies to be built up in like in yourself so that it that test might not actually recognize those antibodies because there's not enough of them so they basically caveated it and said like even if if you were positive it's possible you didn't have it if you were negative it's possible you did have it so i mean at this point i was like i've I feel like the only purpose of this is for the state to collect data. Like, I don't, it's not doing anything that says, oh, well, since you have the antibodies, like, you can go out and do whatever the fuck you want. It's, I literally just think that it's for them to try to collect data. So I was like, well, maybe that at least shows that he's healthy. And even if he had it or not, like, I don't know, he didn't have a reason to develop that many antibodies whatever but we were kind of disappointed because <laughs> I was like why did he get one and you did it you're I never like, got sick 
Oh. So he was really sick in January. I never got sick. And I swear to you, it's because of my new probiotic regimen. 100%. My cocktail of vitamins was really (laughs) crushing it for me because there is no chance like a year ago, because I feel like part of having anxiety is having a really shitty immune system. Like your body is constantly under stress. And so I poop all the time. (laughs) It's true. You get an upset stomach all the time. (laughs) Primarily after coffee for me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, it's so true. Uh, Yeah, but I like guaranteed would always get sick if somebody around me was sick, especially in my household. So I was shocked that I didn't get sick when he was. But yeah, they yeah. won't give antibody tests to anybody who um, didn't have symptoms at one time. So he was the one. All right. Well, so it was inconclusive. That's what I'm going to take this negative as. It was inconclusive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Like, is there like, because you said he got like a weird kind of illness where it was like just beyond just the flu. Yeah. Regular flu symptoms. Everybody in his office had the same thing. Two of them that he sat close to tested positive. So I'm like, there's just no way. Just like skipped him. It's like, boop. Yeah. Never mind. I'm I'm like a <laughs> flea. I'm going to jump to the next person. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, aside from like the cr- normal coronavirus stuff, like things that just give me anxiety. Oh, I told you this week that my dog who's like 11 years old and has like all types of like health issues. We had to take him to the emergency vet. Yeah. And I don't know if you ever do this, but I definitely have a, a tendency to go to the worst case scenario every single time. Duh. Yeah. So yeah, if he's like limping, I'm like, can I have to amputate it? Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) It's gone. It's a goner. <laughs> I, I mean, like, it's the same with my even... own body. I like have a pain, and I'm like, I have a tumor. It's a yeah. tumor. Yeah, or prostate cancer. Or prostate cancer. <laughs> <laughs> you um, scared me though, because you said last week one of the, the first thing you said that gives you anxiety is Max dying, Winston dying, like. Josh dying. Josh dying. You dying on a plane. And I was like, oh, no, please don't let that. 2020, don't do it. Well, I'm not getting on a plane anytime soon. But with Max, I just, I was, like, panicking. And you're already in that head space, you know? Like, once you, like, put it out into the universe, like, there's no going back. It's like when you're in a shitty relationship Hmm. and you're, like, you threaten them that with, like, breaking up. Like, you basically might as well just break up. If yeah, you're it's like, in your mind. Yeah, you already said it. You put it out into the universe. Like, you're going to manifest that shit. So anyways, I was definitely in, like, a negative headspace. And we, like, even though we have the safer at home ordinances or whatever in place, yeah, you basically have to still drive up through the cul-de-sac and then fill out paperwork in your car and then they come and grab your dog. Yeah, that's got to be way more stressful. Or is it Right, because I'm like, um, 
it was a little stressful because I was like, what are they doing? Like, why aren't they calling me? Oh my God. They're trying to figure out how to tell me that I have to put them down today. Yeah. You can't see people like walking around. Yeah. And so, and then while I was, do you, I read into situations to a point where I feel like there are actual signs. Hmm. And so example, the car behind me pulls up and this guy is like waiting in his car. And one of the nurse nurses, like come out and with a giant box and he comes out to grab the box and he's like, thank you so much. You made my dog's end of life. Like, so comfortable. You guys were amazing. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, like rolling down my window, like, trying to listen to. And and he drives off. And then I'm, like, they're, like, okay, well, we'll just take Max. You can just go park your car there. And I'm, like, all right. They're, like, we'll call you when um, the doctor's ready to talk to you. And I pull in, and I'm just, like, waiting. And I literally five minutes after I left that cul-de-sac, a family walks out bawling because no. they just put their dog down. It's like getting being nauseous and seeing a pregnant woman. Whoa, yeah. Right? And being like, fuck, I'm pregnant for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I just <laughs> looked at her and now I know she's she's t- giving me a sign. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was like, I was like hysterical and just sitting in my car and basically they called me at the right moment and she was like he's just a little dehydrated i think he ate something that didn't sit well with his stomach and i was like run the blood test run all the tests so six hundred dollars later i think he just ate something that didn't sit well because he's fine but peace of mind there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of like my emotions have been like spiking and then coming back down spiking and coming back down yeah so little things even have been like giving me anxiety this week but I'm going to just pass the talking stick to you because. Well, quick point on that, because I was thinking about um, what my therapist had told me a while back, which yours probably has too, but there's like typical waves of like stress and then recovery and then stress and recovery. And they're supposed to be a lot higher. And when you're in, when you're anxious, you're sort of in a constant state of just like not quite making it down to recovery. So that wave is much shorter because you can never like fully come down and like recover from it or recover from that stressor. And I feel like, especially now, because of all the additional sort of stressors, it's just like even more so like unable to recover because like, Man, I'm fucking happy hanging out at home. This is when I'm supposed to, as, like, an introvert, recover and just, like, chill out. But I still feel like you can't can't do that right now. Yeah, it feels a little weird, doesn't it? It does. What else has given you anxiety this week? I made a list. Tell me. Oh, I'm into this. First of all... I felt like my list last week was not comprehensive, but to your point, there are some things that I feel like vary week to week. So um, the first one that I think is a consistent one um, that I didn't name was when technology doesn't work the way it's supposed to. Nothing makes me rage black out more (laughs) (laughs) than when I can't, because I just can't figure out like why something's doing something so like for example this week I updated my Mac 
to whatever Catalina fucking version it's on. And 25.7.3. Yeah, whatever. And my like secondary monitor wasn't connecting. Like everything was properly connected. It just didn't want to like pull up my secondary monitor. And so rage blackout ensues. I've had problems with headphones. I feel like our like whole mic setup we've finally gotten taken care of, but I've had like rage blackouts when I can't get my mic set up. Knocking on wood for anybody who couldn't hear that. Yes. So that is um, a consistent one. This week in particular, one of the things that's given me stress or anxiety is we got a, a little robo vac like a um like a Roomba like a Roomba not a Roomba we actually named it Karen because it just felt fitting <laughs> she's just stomping around your house yeah. telling you how dirty the place is bumping into things it felt like she was like a, a you know midwest mom just like you know following you to clean up after you yeah having her 2 p.m. margarita well, she does leave her little hub at 1 p.m. every day. It scares the shit out of me every day, and she goes and does her thing. But I think it's one of those things that I realize um, is another thing I don't have control over. Like, at first, when we first got it, I had the remote control, and I was, like, telling her, like, moving her to go, like, where I wanted her to. And now when she does her own thing, I'm just like, bitch, you don't know where you're going. You're running shit over. Three times today, I had to pick her up and put her somewhere else. <laughs> I've been on like phone calls where I've had to like pick it up and move it because she's running over this fan cord over and over again. Um, she's like, bitch, like you could do a better job. I don't see you <laughs> vacuuming every day at 1 p.m for two hours which is like what she does like we don't have enough even like house space to give her enough to do for two hours however I highly recommend because like my feet walking around barefoot I don't feel all of the dog hair everywhere like I did before like it's a necessity now having a golden to have a Roomba type thing because we were having a vacuum every other day we have one, but I feel like this is what happens when you buy like some off-brand Roomba. And, like I feel like now is she, she or he, it, it's Chad, fine. they, they decide to just <laughs> turn on whenever they want. Yeah. So I need to figure that out. What brand did you get? That's a good question. I have no idea. I bought it off of Amazon. It was like one of the highly rated ones, oh. apparently, but it was like some random Chinese brand. Ours so. is called Eufy, like E-U-F-Y or something like that. I saw that one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it does a good job. But anyway, on the list of things that Bria can't control that give me anxiety, that was one of them. But I just got to let her do her thing. Yeah. What about, you got to read your list. Give the people the content that they deserve. Well, these are the two things. That was tech not working, the RoboVac. And then my next one was specific to this week, which was, I mean, grocery shopping has been highly anxiety inducing. But this week I decided to go, instead of over the weekend, I went during lunch one day. 
And I don't know if you get that like this where it's like anytime I leave work to go do something, I always feel like there's something I'm missing or that like somebody needs me and like I'm extra on edge. So on top of having to like wait in line and only go down the lanes in the appropriate direction, I felt like I was just stressed about having to come back to work in time I was successful in coming back at a reasonable time but it wasn't really fun to throw in that grocery shopping thing in the middle of the day at the same time I didn't have to do it on the weekend so eh. is it a wash that's a win yeah I I do feel like that's going to just for a while be like an anxiety inducing thing because I think for especially planners like you don't know what's going to be on the shelves and then you have to like figure out if you need to go to another grocery store while you're out so we've had to change our like entire routine like going in the mornings making sure that we are near other grocery stores in case like this one doesn't have it being okay with improvising yeah um So there's a lot of adapting that I had to do, but it's still super, super like anxiety inducing. It already was for me anyway. Like grocery shopping would be on a list, period, because I hate doing it. Um, But also like I don't want to improvise what I'm cooking. That's stressful in its own right because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing outside of a recipe. Let's be honest. <laughs> you're like, you're like, I don't have smoked paprika. I only have regular paprika. I don't know if this is going to work. I that has been a paella. that's been a legitimate concern. <laughs> the it's paprika so example is a great one. It's true. I had to buy regular paprika because I was like, I just don't like smoky shit, and all I have is smoked paprika. So. This recipe can't get the smoked paprika because I don't want it. Oh, my God. You should have asked somebody at the grocery store. You're like, excuse me. I noticed you only have smoked paprika. I don't like the smokiness. Do you have regular paprika? I almost have because none of them had regular paprika. And this word you sounds that really meme weird right now. Of Kim Kardashian in the when she lost her diamond earring. And she's like floating around in the pool and she's like, oh my God, my diamond earring. And Courtney's like, Kim, people are dying. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. As you were dying. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody gives a shit about your fucking first world problems with paprika. I get it. You know. But also like I get your side too. (laughs) Like that's one hundred percent me. Where I just feel like a recipe is totally ruined. Speaking of grocery store trips. Is this a watermelon story? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Wait, what is this shit? Okay. So you know how if you go to like Whole Foods, they have in like the supplements aisle, you can get like the large size of the supplement. Or if you just want to try it because or you don't have like $80 to spend on collagen powder with like all these different vitamins in it you can buy like a small packet of it yeah so i was like going through that aisle which is also next to like the different nut butters and i was gonna get like cashew butter or i don't know almond butter even though i feel really bad using almond because i feel like that's really bad for the planet and then i start to feel really bad about using it for my smoothies anyways i was just 
I was just surveying the selection of nut butters mm-hmm. that they had. And this podcast should be called First World Anxiety. <laughs> it totally should. It totally should. Because people are probably listening to this. It's like, God damn, I don't have a fucking job. And I'm listening to this <laughs> bitch talk about how she couldn't find almond butter. <laughs> or paprika. Or paprika. Regular you not smoke smoked. paprika. <laughs> So I'm just perusing the aisle as one does, seeing all the regular assortments that there are. And then I come across one that I'm like, what is this? And it's like, I don't know, some new hip brand. And they had like a little packet of it. And I like pick it up and it's watermelon seed butter. Okay. (laughs) Obviously, I bought it because now I'm just curious. Wait, how much did it? cost you i feel like it was like three dollars okay those like little packets okay but now like the little justin's almond butter packet things yeah yeah yeah. and so now i just like take it out in the morning and i'm like i don't even know what the fuck to put this on i didn't even know you could eat that (laughs) like is what's what color is it have you opened it yet no i it's just sitting there collecting dust i have no idea what to do with it Okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It. I am like just baffled <laughs> that this is a thing that exists, and that you bought it. Well, that yeah, that too. But I also was just like curious. So I don't know. Maybe I'll do a video of me doing a taste test and send it to you, and also post it to our IG. Let me see what it can be in. Nut free, gluten free energy balls. Mm. Craisin yeah. watermelon seed power balls, bars, balls. <laughs> <laughs> move over. This one says, "Move over, almond butter. Watermelon seed butter is ready to be the new hero." So maybe you can just eat it like other stuff. Like maybe you should put it in a smoothie. I don't. Okay. <laughs> we. Hit I don't nerve. understand. <laughs> How that tur- is, turns into a butter. It's a seed. It's a, yeah, I guess so. I, anyways, I don't know. It weirds me out. <laughs> it's, I bought it. It's sitting in my like cabinet. I have no idea what to do with it. So if anybody has any like recipes or suggestions, send to them your way. Yeah. Yeah. Send it to our DM or whatever. DMs, but I don't know. What slide to do with into it. my DMs and send me with that your watermelon seed butter recipe. <laughs> Ew. Anyways, I yeah, and then I bought it, and then of course I'm like, why the fuck did I just buy this? Like, we are in a pandemic. Like now is not the time to be spending your money to be experimenting on, with nut butter on fruit. <laughs> if you know almond butter works for you, just stick with it. You know, but I appreciate your environmental concern. Once people get back out on the roads, maybe not buying almond butter is your contribution. Oh, maybe. Like, they're like, hey, you want to be our, like, brand ambassador? (laughs) You just see me doing a bunch of ads now for watermelon seed butter? Maybe. I think you should try Stranger things have happened. I think you should live stream report 
your first experience with watermelon seed butter? I think the people want it. I mean, I will obviously give the people what they want. Yeah. I think it should. this should be a story. All right. I'm going to. Um, hey, I actually like a, a question before hopping on here to record. What is the status of like therapy for you? Oh, non-existent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, pandemic? Nah. Nah, I don't need <laughs> I don't therapy. need to talk to anybody. <laughs> nah. I honestly haven't been to somebody in a decent amount of time. Um, I think that I shared that I don't know. I feel like I sort of grew out of my last therapist. Like every time I would meet up with her, it would just be like, well, it sounds like you're doing well. And I'm just like, this is not helpful. Um, so I was getting ready to do some therapy therapist shopping. And now I just feel like, I don't know if now's the time I want to do that. Like remote feels awkward already for me. So I just yeah. don't know if I'm I'm feeling that exploration right now. Plus, I don't really want to... I Actually, when I started going down the path of trying to find a therapist too, like dealing with ha- who's covered under insurance or not is also overwhelming. So I don't know. It's unfortunately not a thing for me right now. However, I am more open to trying like a virtual reiki like you suggested because fun fact my mom tried it i haven't heard back from her yet but i mean i'm i'm curious for sure because i i feel like i need some sort of wellness type thing whether it's therapy or or something else right now yeah i hear you i i haven't done a telehealth session yet and i don't i think i feel fine with it because actually at the start of all of this, my therapist randomly FaceTimed me to check oh, on yeah. me, which was great. Um, it's so nice. It, but yeah, I think I don't even know if I have like a way of like stringing together coherent thoughts yeah. and sentences to like have an effective session. But I know that like part of it is also just having that organic conversation to see what comes out, you know find topics to dive into so I've been like on the fence too about virtual reaching out yeah is it weird that I've always had like I've had anxiety about therapy sessions like what am I supposed to say am I I don't know like am I supposed to cry (laughs) am I being (laughs) too negative right now like yeah Am I supposed to, because I mean, really, they're like a stranger. So if you don't build a good relationship like you have with your therapist, I do feel like it feels weird for me to just like vent about shit that also to me, a lot of it feel has felt like, I mean, it gets back to a lot of what we've talked about before that I just feel like it's, you know, other people have worse problems (laughs) than some of the things that are giving me anxiety or whatever. So surely she's judging me for, you know what? It's PTSD from that doctor who didn't think I was anxious enough. <laughs> and now it's just like carried on for like years. Yeah. That I just feel like people are uh, like, don't feel like it's justified or something like that. I don't know. No, that's, I definitely feel that too. I think 
when I first started seeing my therapist, there was just like a few different few things that I was like working through in my professional life and where I wanted to go next and what I, you know, also just like coming out of like a couple um, crappy relationships and it still didn't feel, and this was around the time where I did still didn't know that anxiety was like a thing that you could have. Yeah. I thought it was just a, a feeling. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, sitting in her office and I was like taking up her time like that. I basically felt like she was always that I was Just very, I, I mean, I was very lucky. Yeah. Like I was very lucky to be there mm-hmm. um, and to be able to be there. But I felt like I was taking up her time mm-hmm. on somebody that that could be used for somebody who was like you know, experiencing something that was like far more serious than my own problems, you know? Um, And so that where, that's where I felt a little guilty. So I'd, I'd feel weird requesting an appointment. And then when it would finally get booked, I'm like, oh, okay. And, you know, just like hearing her say like, all right, well then I think we should actually talk some more. It felt validating because I'm like, oh, okay. Like you've, you're validating that like my feelings are like it's okay to feel this way my problems are actually like worth talking about so how long have you been seeing uh, leanne probably geez like six years now oh wow yeah Yeah. that's awesome and you don't feel like you kind of plateaued you guys have always had i don't know it's like our podcast i feel like i don't have enough content (laughs) sometimes when i go (laughs) Um, honestly, like when I met with Leanne the first time, obviously it was like at a time in my life where I really felt like I needed to talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. And so there was just a lot of like background that I needed to give her, you know, and then there was just like a lot of like, it's like a lot more like probing she was doing, like talk to me about this X, Y, and Z. And then we definitely hit a point where it was just maybe her just like advising me like setting some context for me to like understand like like patterns of behavior that I have like how to think about and how to work with my anxiety um and so I do I do think there is some truth to like plateauing because you do all that work right you address like the things that you want to address you do all the homework but you don't you do all the homework and then you know you don't know what you don't know so you're just you just keep showing up, which I think is the most important part yeah. to see if there's something else you can uncover together. So it's definitely more of a journey, but I, there were times in certain sessions where I'd walk away feeling a little frustrated where I'm like, well, why don't I didn't feel like we like, I got an answer to X, Y, and Z. We didn't have a breakthrough. Yeah. Yeah. I, my first appointment I remember was super anxiety inducing in its own because again, that what you had brought up about like doing the pottery class I like drove there and I was like is it this house it looks like this house (laughs) do I where do I park and then I like got up to the door and I was like oh my god there's a keypad what's the fucking code and I was like emailing her I'm like she's gonna think that I'm running late and that I'm she's gonna cancel my appointment blah 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 and it ended up being like the address was the code <laughs> but I was, oh, like, I was like hoping you're at the, the house next door <laughs> the wrong one I'm like knocking on the door 
I was like, this is important information to share with somebody who is calling you because they have anxiety <laughs> to give them the instructions that they need in order to get to your appointment. Yeah. Yes. Which goes um, back to your anxiety thing <laughs> last week. Things that make you anxious. Not being specific enough. Yeah. Like the gray area is a scary place for me. It is. <laughs> I'm a very literal person. So if you tell me to be here at a, in the afternoon, like, oh, yeah, just come over in the morning. I'm like, what time? Ooh, that's- I'm an early riser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, is my morning the same as your morning? Like, morning is the same. <laughs> yeah. Like, when? Uh, what should I wear? Do exactly. I bring anything? Here's a question about therapy is... What about, um, like, how do you go about even selecting, selecting, picking, I don't know, a therapist? Mm. Like, the process of shopping for a therapist, like, you were when you were, like, saying that you just started your first session, like, what was the criteria? Like, besides, like, somebody who specializes in anxiety. That's pretty much it and takes my insurance. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, my therapist was a recommendation from somebody else. So that was mm-hmm. helpful for me um, because I knew that like somebody else was going to them and, and liked her. So um, I think that that helped. But yeah, I didn't have very high standards of criteria. And I hear that a lot of people, um, actually that article that you sent me, um, I read and it was saying like, you it might take you a while and it might be frustrating to go through a bunch of consultations and I think that's part of what's made me put it off because I just don't feel like getting a bunch of consultations and I also feel like at first when I meet people I'm like oh they're great and then after a while I'm like no this person fucking sucks yeah (laughs) like I mean it's hard to gauge well, it's also weird to do like that type of administrative work for like something that's very emotional. Exactly. And, like, personal. You, it's like a weird like. Okay, we'll look at where you got your doctorate. And well, and is it weird too that this is going to sound terrible and ageist? But like, I want to talk to somebody who's close to my age, like yeah. ish. You know, like I don't yeah. want to talk to a very old person. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I feel like I need somebody that's going to like be able to sort of level with me on stressors and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Do you feel like it would just like, you would have to put in like more work to like sort of like over explain your situation where you were coming from, you know, yeah, just like what it's like being, you know, in your thirties in like this point in your life yeah or just yeah yeah kind of feeling like it's like you're talking to a mother figure or something like that or like a grandmother figure and it's like I I just want to be like comfortable talking to somebody because I have this really weird um anxiety I guess with people that are um important And so I think in my Mm -hmm. head, somebody who's like older and has like a doctorate or whatever, like I'm not going to feel super comfortable talking to them because they're like more important than me or something. Is that weird? 
Yeah, it's like a it's like a power imbalance yeah. in a way. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I think it's on the list. It's definitely something that I want to do when um whenever this lets up, but I just haven't really been feeling like I'm going to I'll make a lot of headway if it's got to be remote. Well, who knows when this will let up, but Good luck to me. Until then, we have happy hour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And on that note, I haven't uh, had my like daily drinks for the last couple of days, so I'm definitely treating myself this evening. I was going to say me too, but I definitely would be lying to you because I told you <laughs> yesterday that I had two margaritas while it's like blindly, just like blank face, like staring at my fence. You've you've had a a rough couple of weeks i think it's deserving it is what it is so on that note lacroix helps me i just need some carbonation tequila in there oh that might be delicious (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's basically a margarita touche Bria and I are so grateful for the opportunity to connect with you, and we hope you continue to tune in to our conversations covering various topics surrounding anxiety. While we hope this podcast provides a sense of comfort, we would be remiss if we didn't mention that we are not doctors or any licensed professionals and cannot recommend treatment or give individualized advice. If you or someone you know is struggling with anxiety or depression, please contact a mental health professional.